You're listening to Wickham Sound online, on Radio Player and on 106.6 FM. Monday Movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Good evening and welcome to Monday Movies. Duncan Strip here with you uh, along with Luke Davis and Toby Stubbs for another hour of film chat uh, reviews and news. You can join us uh, if you'd like to. We are uh, on um, all the social media channels. Just go to uh, find Look for Wickham Sound. So I don't know what just made me laugh. I'm not sure. Just look for Wickham Sound and we're there. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Friends Reunited, MySpace, all of them. We're all over it. Uh, and also you can email studio at wickhamsound.org.uk if you've seen the thing and you want to get involved. Uh, or you can WhatsApp 01494 Good evening, gentlemen. Good, Good evening. evening. Good evening. How are we liking Tier 4? It's nice. Yeah, it's cosy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I feel nice. sorry for all those people in Tiers 1 to 3. They've got to go outside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I assume the higher the number gets, the better it is. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's how it works, right? That's what I thought. I'm just looking forward to Tier 10. Are you? Where basically someone will shoot you if you look out, out of your window without permission. That's I think that's what Tier <laughs> 10, 10 is. Yeah, Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, well, are we feeling Christmassy? I just asked Toby off air if he's feeling Christmassy, and apparently not. Not really. Not really. <sighs> oh. No, I don't. I mean, I'm doing a lot of Christmas things, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel like Christmas at all. To I think Christmas the problem for you, Luke, is mm. most people over the two-week two Christmas period... Mm. Eat a lot. <laughs> right. Yeah. You do that for the other 40, 50 years of the, 50 weeks of the year. So this two weeks is no different for you, is it? This really? is, well, I'm, this is true. And that, to be honest, lockdown has only enhanced the eating. So I can see. I mean, for people who didn't, we, we Zoom when we do this. And um, you're filling more of the screen every week. <laughs> My face is rather large. <laughs> yeah, I can barely see rather, a background. <laughs> rather round face. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Toby? Christmassy? Uh, not really. I think it's because, obviously, you know, I'm not going out to, like, a shopping centre or anything, really. Or, like, Luke's background, you know, London with all the lights. Mm. So I'm not I'm not really Overrated. feeling it this year. Overrated. I miss London. I don't know Do why. You? Yeah, yeah. I, miss, I miss going to London mm. as well. No. Well, this is cheerful, isn't it? Happy Christmas, everybody. Do you know what I do you know what I normally look forward to this time of year on is TV? It your Christmas party that mulled always... wine. <gasps> Apart from our Christmas party at this house, which is well, a not, tradition. I've not been one for two years now because you went to Australia last year and COVID yeah. this year. I know. So do you know, what, we, do you know yeah. what the best thing about that is, Duncan? What? Is seeing not you. Uh, is eating the, the, the produce that your other half makes. Oh, okay, yeah, that is which the best I've thing. Missed for the whole of this year. <laughs> Well, yeah, sorry about that. No, there's, <laughs> there's something I usually look forward to around this time of year on the telly. Do you know what it is? Elf. No. <laughs> I hate Elf. We know this. More on Elf later. Uh, no, it's around New Year's Eve when they have the review of the year shows. Oh, yeah. I'm not looking forward to it no. this year. <laughs> They're going to be very quick. <laughs> it's going to be very what's, depressing, What's the big fat it? quiz of the year going to be? Is all the answers going to be COVID? It must be. Must exactly, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all very depressing, isn't it? Yeah, very Christmas. Mm. Happy twenty twenty. Yeah, <laughs> I keep saying twenty 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 one can't get any worse, but but it could. Oh, hang on. Talk amongst yourselves. Oh, okay. okay. Well, same, uh, old it's week and same old technical problem from Duncan. Mm. It's always Monday, isn't it? It's always Monday. Seven. It's like he doesn't want to do the show. I know. And we can see him this week as well, so we can't just run off and pretend that he's not there when he actually he is there. You back? 
As usual, technical issues are um, plaguing me this end. Sorry about that. Uh, where were we? Should we get on with the top ten? Let's do a top ten. There's no box. Well, there is, do you know what? There is actually a box office top ten, uh, but we're not going to do one? it because um, cinema's closed four days Okay. after lockdown was announced so yeah it's no point because no. you can't go to the cinema anyway and see any what, of those films do you know what what, what was that number one uh, wonder woman 84 was oh. was at number one over its first week but it didn't take a lot of money no. but that's because there weren't a lot of cinema three shows. screens wasn't it it wasn't many yeah no. wasn't many i was actually um toby i was going to go to the everyman your cinema in gerard's cross oh very nice that was the plan to go on saturday just gone and of did course you, did on you the book way, or not? no no. Oh, okay. Duncan doesn't book. I don't think anyone booked anything these days now. No, <laughs> they just hope for the best. And you've booked, you've booked concert tickets, haven't you, Luke? And for the, what have you done for the first time? The first time tickets? ever when booking a concert, I've put insurance on them. <laughs> because it said, and this covers COVID. I was like, well, that's sorted then. <laughs> so, yeah, there was, uh, I, yeah, I wasn't going to let that go down. <laughs> Sorry, maybe you were going to say something. No, I was going to say, if it's a Friday or Saturday night showing... I'll probably yeah. book it, but okay. apart from that. It's going to be a while before I book a cinema ticket again, I feel. Yeah. I do think Quite so. Time. I was going to go and see uh, Wonder Woman this week. But yeah. But not mm. happening now? Can't now. No? Yeah. So. Depressing, isn't it? Mm. Just everybody. Um, we're going to do the, the official top ten, which is a streaming and DVD sales chart. Um, and if you don't like Christmas films, well, look away for a few minutes because there's only one in it that isn't Christmas-themed. That's true. Uh, this week's number 10, Frozen 2. Let it go, it's better than the other one. Not as good as the first one, so let it go. Okay. Uh, this week's number 9, Home Alone 2. Lost in New York. Lost in New York. Famous because... Donald Trump's in it? Donald Trump is in it, yes. Apparently they filmed, some of the scenes are filmed in uh, Trump Towers, and he basically bribed the director to say, you can only film here if I have a camera walk-on part in the film, and he does. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember it that well. I don't remember it being great. No, a bit like your internet connection. Mm. Sorry. Back in that's, a minute. That's all right. Uh, have you seen it, Toby? Got many, many years ago. Yeah, um, yeah it, was, it, was, it was all right. It's a sequel. I mean, you know... Usually yeah, exactly. sequels aren't as good. I've no, I agree. I agree. Um, so yeah, but no, I I can remember the first one more than I can of the of the second one. Yeah, same. Yeah, same. I think it's more. It's the more iconic bits in it, other than Trump mm. being in it. But yeah, <laughs> uh, at number eight, uh, the Muppets at Christmas Carol. Brilliant Christmas film. Mm. One Brilliant of the best Christmas films. Yeah. Michael Caine as Scrooge. Some great songs, and it's now been re-released with the missing song. Apparently, oh, there's a song true, yeah. that's been missing for years and years, and they've uh, reinstated it. <clears throat> and it's that's available good. on Disney Plus, I would imagine. Ah, I'd imagine so. Yeah, which makes you think: how many people have actually got Disney Plus if so many people are streaming it and uh, buying it on DVD? Well, that was eighty something million, I think, if if I remember rightly from their uh, presentation from the other day. Not in this country. No, not in this country. In this country. No. No. no exactly. Well, let's say ten. Just ten people. Ten think, people, yeah. It's me and you. That's yeah. two. That only leaves another eight. Let's go twelve then. Uh, in at number seven, another Disney film, and that is Mulan. <laughs> Mulan. Uh, yeah, we talked about it last week. It's a strange combination of fantasy and real kind of 
gritty action scenes troll certificate so even though the original cartoon was aimed at kids this really isn't it's aimed at an older audience and it's sort of falls between two stalls it's hard to categorize some of it looks fantastic but you have to wonder who is aimed at yeah um i haven't got around to watching it but yeah from yeah. the from the trailers and the bits that i've seen it looks good i think you know, a lot of the the original film um, was was the comedy around the character, the um, the dragon, and the songs obviously are amazing. And this obviously strips them all back. So, and has a witch in it for some reason. Mm, is there no witch in the original? Not that I can remember. No. Okay. No. Uh, this week's number seven, Tom Hanks in the Polar Express. Uh, again, still haven't seen it. Still have not I'm sure watched Disney. it. Is this uh, Disney? I seen it I'm sure Disney own it now. Is this on Disney Plus as well? I don't think it is. It's not even a Disney film, is it? Uh, don't know. Don't think. Well, I, I would imagine it's Muppets possibly... isn't a Disney film. Oh, it's Disney. It's Disney's the well, Christmas Muppets, though, isn't it? I don't know. Mm. Okay. Uh, well, I've still uh, haven't seen Express it. Uh, is yeah. Warner Brothers, so it'll be on HBO if you're in America. <laughs> Okay, well, we're not. That no, handy, we're not, isn't no. it? But yeah. I'll see if I can find it anywhere. It might be on Amazon or Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. <clears throat> it might be. But yeah, I just remember it being the first motion capture, big motion capture film with Tom Hanks playing five different parts. And they haven't quite perfected the technology. So everyone looks a bit dead behind the eyes. It's a little bit weird. A <laughs> little bit creepy. It's a little <laughs> that bit one? like drive time. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit creepy. That's a bit rude. Um, number six on uh, this week's top ten run through, Home Alone, the best one. Yes, the only one you need to watch, yeah, really. Mm. Um, which is, again, it's a strange film because if you watch it now, it's incredibly violent. Oh, yeah, very much mm. so. I mean, yeah, it's horrifically violent and yet it's only a PG, but it's, yeah. very, it's very, very good. Is it because it's slapstick comedy? Probably. It's kind of live action Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Mm. Isn't That's it? a really good way of explaining it. That's like kind it. of what it is. People being hit in the face with irons and stuff yeah, like that. Nails, you know. Yeah, it's it's like a live action Looney Tunes cartoon. Uh, totally it's not... over to you. Oh. Yeah, it's it's a slapstick uh, film, and I agree with you. It's very you know for as it's aimed at children, it is quite yeah violent. It's mm. quite a bit much um, for children. So, but I, I remember enjoying it when I watched it. Um, yeah, it's quite violent, so. Yeah. Okay, Home Alone. Uh, this week's number four, Love Actually. Well, I mean, probably classic. the best Christmas film. The best, I Class- think. Classic. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've met one person who said they don't like it. Oh, there you go. Oh, I'm sure I could find a few. Could you? There's one person coming straight to my mind that I would probably hate it. Who's that? I'm not saying, but I can, I can imagine there's a couple of people. JP? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, Yes, this is the one film that we watch every year. Christmas Eve is a tradition we always watch. That's the interesting thing about this film. People have, like, certain points when they will watch it. Mm. So, it's Christmas Eve. For my mum, Amy, it's five weeks as the film starts. So, five weeks before Christmas, we watch it five weeks before Christmas. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Good. I see. Um, Well, I just, if it comes round to it. If it's on, <laughs> if it's on, if it's on, it's your enthusiasm what you're here for. You know that, Toby, don't you? That's, <laughs> no. that's why you're on it's this not, show. Yeah, it's just the constant it's, enthusiasm. It's, um, yeah. No, I, well, I normally watch it most years, I guess. But um, yeah, but yeah, it just it, yeah, I don't have a set time. Is okay. what I'm saying. I mean, I love it, and I hate Christmas films. We'll talk when we talk about reviews. There's a new Christmas film on Netflix. 
that we watched yesterday, so I'll talk about that. But oh. normally I find most Christmas films annoying and mm. not much fun. But this one is... I mean, the sexual politics in it haven't aged well. Not and really Richard not. Curtis mm. did an interview with Mark Commode last week in which he admits there's lots that he would do differently if he was making it now. Uh, mm-hmm. Because, yeah, the women in it are treated fairly badly yeah. from a modern perspective. Mm. And it's only 2003 as well, so modern with a small M. I know, yeah. So it's not like it would be going back to the 1970s where no. you might expect this kind of stuff. This was in 2003, so I'm surprised we didn't know it then, but we didn't. We didn't. Strange. Mm. Yeah. Uh, this week's number three, The Grinch, mm. with Jim Carrey. Not the best version. Which is the best version? I like. I watched Benedict Cumberbatch's version for the first the, time the other day, and it's really good. The animated one. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a massive fan of Jim Carrey, if I'm completely honest. Okay, now I know someone who is big fan. <laughs> I just love. It. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know what you're thinking, listener. He doesn't sound like he's a big fan. <laughs> no, I, I. I think I really like his enthusiasm and his energy, and I. <laughs> Growing up, I used to watch a lot of. It's kind of like it's kind of like he's the complete opposite to me. I really <laughs> like it. No, I'm not. I normally am enthusiastic and energized. I'm just drained today. Sorry, I apologise. I feel drained today, but um, I don't know. I, I'm a I'm a big fan of Jim Carrey. I do. I know he's very over the top, and I can completely understand why you wouldn't like him. Mm. But I uh, I don't know. It's right. There's some things so. that I really like. So, um, Evan Almighty is that the one he's in? Yeah. Bruce. Yeah. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Almighty. Sorry. I really like that. The stuff that he's been doing on Saturday Night Live recently, very funny as well. Truman Show. Truman Show. There, yeah, mm. except for the ending. Mm. Very good. He, he was uh, in a serious film, wasn't he, called 17 or 36? It was a number. I can't he's remember. Been in, he's been in quite a few serious yeah. films. The last film I remember seeing him in, he played a detective in Poland hunting a serial killer. Uh, but I think my favourite of his... Yeah, my favourite of his is probably Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Mm. Which is a fantastic film. Mm. Mm. I've not seen it. Uh, this week's number two. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Uh, Last Christmas. And then I came back to haunt you. There you go. There's the plot of Last Christmas. Mm. Uh, and finally, <laughs> uh, Duncan's favourite Christmas film, oh. Elf. Oh, I just don't... What do you like about it, Duncan? I do not understand the love for this film. And Richard Curtis writer, director of Love Actually, Four Weddings and a Funeral, Notting Hill. He said this is his favourite Christmas what? film. Why? I just, I don't know. I don't get it. I, f- I found it, we watched it for the first time last year, ten minutes into it, I just thought this is ear-screechingly bad and I don't understand why people like it. Toby, over to you. Um, again, I say this every week, I need to watch it again. If it's on TV this week, which it probably is, probably a I'll, uh, I'll watch it again. But it's, from what I remember, I mean, I haven't seen it for years, but what from what I remember, I loved it. Um, I'm a big fan of Will Ferrell, still mm. I am. Um, yes, once again, have you watched Holmes and Watson yet? And that's true. No, no. No, well, yeah. get, get to Netflix and watch Holmes and Watson. But I know, I, I mean, I kind of know what that's going to be like, but Terrible. that's not going to make me hate him. I mean, you can't, not every film you're going to do is a masterpiece. Wow. Tell that to Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. Yep. Very different, though. Very different. <laughs> very Toby Stubbs, every film that Toby's been in, very <clears throat> good. Yeah, yeah. And they've all got the other thing in common. Yeah. What is it? He's not actually in it. Yeah, the editor yeah. just goes, oh, 
That guy. That guy. Get rid of him. I mean, to be honest, with Doctor Doolittle, they probably thought, "Oh, Toby's a bit too good. We don't want it." (laughs) This is this is skewing the film completely because the rest of it's terrible. We don't want a good actor in there. So that's why. That was good. I like that. That was that was one half mean, one half nice. Yeah, I know. backhanded compliment. Yeah, yeah. It did. Well done. Yeah, yeah. It's Christmas. <laughs> Come on. Nice at Christmas. Yeah, nice yeah. at Christmas. Yeah, yeah of course yeah. I am. Merry Christmas. Uh, that's the top ten. Uh, some film news and reviews coming right up. Love music. Love talk. Love Wickham Sound. Welcome back to Monday Movies here on Wickham Sound. Duncan, Luke and Toby with you through until 8 o'clock. After us, uh, Mr Q will be here with this country show. But now, very exciting. Breaking news with with Luke Davis. Uh, Universal Pictures have just announced uh, that coming to cinemas in 2022, Sing 2. How exciting. Mm. Right. I thought it was going to uh, be next year. No, mm-hmm. no. It features uh, Reese Weatherspoon, Scarlett mm. Johansson, Taron mm. Egerton. Oh, you're uh, happy. Uh, <laughs> Pharrell Williams, Letitia Wright, Eric Andre, and... And? Bono. Oh, dear. How to ruin a good film. Uh, that's put the edge on the film. <laughs> oh, very, very <laughs> good. Uh, more breaking news. Uh, the poster dropped today. The trailer drops tomorrow for Coming to America. Oh. Sequel to Coming to America, starring Eddie Murphy. They released some stills yesterday. Uh, the poster was released today, and there will be a trailer online tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh. How exciting. Uh, another trailer, if you want, if you like Christmassy stuff, it's not a film you can watch this year. It's coming out Christmas next year. Uh, is called A Boy Called Christmas, uh, based on a best-selling novel. Uh, stars Maggie Smith, Jim Broadbent, Toby Jones, big cast. Full English cast. Uh, yeah, and a, a trailer just dropped about uh, a couple of hours ago. Nice. So that's worth watching. But it's very Christmassy, but you can't watch it until next Christmas. Oh. Yeah. It's next an interesting concept. Christmas. No, it's, it's written by uh, Matt Haig, whose new book, The Midnight Library, is uh, one of the best-selling books of the year. And it's when he was telling his kids a story one night, and one of them said, what was Father Christmas like as a boy? And he oh. thought... Do you know what? I've never read or seen anything no. about Father Christmas as a boy. So he's written a, wrote a book called A Boy Called Christmas. Do you think he's given his son slash daughter um, any percentage of that book? Not if he's got any sense, no. <laughs> no, fair mm. enough. Children should make their own way in the world. Shouldn't be <laughs> handed down stuff, so... <laughs> yeah. Duncan, there was some parenting advice. Oh, I've got lots of parenting advice. Anything <laughs> you want... Oh, come on. Smacking? <laughs> Why is that banned? <laughs> oh, um, oh, sorry, hang on, I forgot to say... Saying, Dun- Duncan's reverse parenting. Is, well, sorry, that's I'm what I meant to say. Just yeah. saying, a good slap round the head never hurt me as a child. <laughs> really? What? There we go. Who's that? Who said that? <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, do that. No, no. Uh, Please, don't slap your children. No. Slap other people's, that's fine. Just don't slap your own. Um, <laughs> it gives us one and take with it. No, once again, Wickham Sound does not condone the slapping of children. It is, in fact, illegal. Yes. Well so done. Just don't get caught. Um... <laughs> Should we have some more film news? Have you Please. got more? Unfortunately, uh, we don't have the audio for this, but you might have listened to it already. Tom Cruise has a had a meltdown <laughs> just down the road in Leavesden Studios in Hertfordshire on the set of Mission Impossible 7. And, yeah. and I'm quite... Ta- did, you, did you both listen to it? <laughs> Do you know yes, what? I so I clicked on the article and, uh, well, the, the sound clip wasn't there. Oh. I was like, listen here, and it wasn't there, and then... 
Well, I did read the article. I did read about it. Okay, so um, I'm quite torn because Tom Cruise has done an awful lot on Mission Impossible 7 to ensure that filming can go ahead during COVID. So he's been responsible for a lot of the health and safety stuff. He even paid out, I think it was £500,000 he paid to hire a cruise liner so that the whole cast and crew could isolate before they started filming in the UK yeah. after they'd finished in Italy. Wow. And he, he caught two people. All they were doing was standing too close together in front of a computer screen. And he lost it. If you can find the audio, Toby. Okay. Do listen to it because it's well worth listening yeah. to. So okay. while I agree with him being annoyed because people should be obeying by the rules, mm. uh, I don't think there's any need for that kind of language Not and really, that kind of shouting in the workplace. I I think I mean obviously you don't you only hear the clip, so you don't. It's a know, long, long clip, but you don't know right. what happens before because no. he might have started off quite softly, but obviously that wouldn't make news. No, exactly. I mean, he might have started off by by going, you know, because if you're having an argument, you know, with someone and and you've put so much effort in to make sure this thing doesn't, you know, carries on going, he might have said, look, you two, come on. Yeah, no, he might have started started off normally and calmly and then two two Hertfordshire workers turned around and said, ah, give it a rest, Cruz, and that just set him off. Exactly. Possibly. Because by the end of it, he was was sort of back down to a sort of, you know, come on, guys. Yeah. No, Mm. But, yeah, for and all the points, all the points you were making were were valid. Yeah, you know, he was making a point. He was making a point that you know, people, if if this closes down, people will lose jobs. People will mm. lose, could lose their houses and their livelihoods. And you know, mm. just just make sure you're abide, abiding by the rules. He just, I don't think he needed to shout quite so much or f and Jeff quite so no. much to be honest. Because mm. yeah, obviously, um, Scientology. How long is the clip? I might listen it's to about it break. three or four minutes. Oh, oh wow, okay. Oh yeah, it's quite long. Oh, it goes okay. on. Yeah, he make he, he makes his point over and over and over, over again. again. Yeah, yeah. You sure, it's not repeated. No, 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 no. It's definitely not repeated. No. So, okay. Yeah. It's very sweary, sweary Tom Cruise. Yes. Which obviously, you know, Scientology. They obviously don't care about the swearing thing. <laughs> obviously not. No. no, that's obviously not part of their um, belief system. You're allowed to swear quite profusely uh so yeah i think that's it for news Mm. apart from the fact that the the entire uh we did put it on our facebook page the entire disney release schedule up until time in you know the end of time has been put onto our uh, yeah it's been put on our facebook page so Mm. everything is there including six or seven new star wars films she hulk Moon Knight, whatever that is. Loads of stuff. Loads of stuff. It's all on there. It's all on there if you want to know. It's all coming to Disney Plus between now and 2024. Exactly, yes. Yeah. Uh, and also the um, there was news that Wonder Woman 1984 is now getting a premium VOD release in the middle of January, January for 17? the UK. Yeah, somewhere around uh, there. So we're not sure who if it's going to be exclusive with anybody or whether it's just going to go to all streaming platforms and it'll probably be around fifteen, sixteen pounds to rent. That's what they did with everything. It was like trolls, didn't they? It'll just all sort of appeared yes. overnight. But you know, Wonder Woman's quite a big film. Someone might be fighting Sky. Uh, might be fighting for the you know. Well, the reason uh, the reason it prob I'm, it's more likely to be Sky than anybody else. I think is because all the films from Warner are going onto HBO Max, and Sky Atlantic have an output deal with HBO Max where they get first dibs. But obviously this is something completely different because yeah. it's not a TV series. But I think Sky will be fighting for 
exclusive rights to these films, to be honest. Which is interesting because BBC have a deal, not that they do any streaming of films. <coughs> so, like, normal people, that normal went on to... Uh, oh, I see. Sorry, yeah. Uh, went on to HBO Max in America. Yeah, but then that would have been because HBO, Warner Brothers, bought it at a film market. Yeah. So well, when I... It, that sounds it, like a lifetime ago. I know. It is strange. When I go to these some of these film markets, you see these massive BBC shows, which you think would automatically be syndicated around the world, yeah. but they're on someone's stand and there's someone there trying to sell them to different TV stations around the world. So, yeah, yeah it's very strange. Very weird. Yeah, very weird. Uh, should we have a review? Yes. yes. Maddie has watched something for us. Hooray, well done, Maddie. Well done, Maddie. She's found something to watch. Now, uh, the thing is, I'm not sure what it is. She did. She sent oh. it very late, and it's not something I've heard of before. So we'll let Maddie talk about it for exactly one minute and 51 seconds. Well, for the last couple of weeks, I have been watching a series on um, All Four, apparently the UK's biggest free streaming service, and it's called The Mafia Only Kill in Summer. So it's Italian, so there are subtitles, and it's really good i think it is a mix between comedy and obviously the serious issue of the mafia in sicily set in palermo seen really through the eyes of a young boy growing up sort of 11 12 years old at the moment anyway i haven't finished watching the second series yet and his family who are determined to live by the rules do the right thing and keep coming up against the fact that if you're not prepared to do a favor for somebody becoming debted to somebody somehow or other linked in with the mafia you're not going to get on in your life and uh, the first series is is more comedic than serious. Now I'm about halfway through the second series and things are getting a bit darker. So, as I say, it, it, the, the, there is a serious point, which is seeing what a grip the Mafia have on uh, the uh, society and the, the way the whole state functions in Sicily. And yet there's this very human element you see it through the family and the extended family and uh, i don't know what's going to happen at the end i'm i'm really really hoping that finally this 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 uh, poor family actually get their just desserts i mean in a good way but yeah i recommend it i think it's worth a go Thank you, Maddie. Uh, that's her review of The Mafia Only Kill in Summer. It's available on all four now. I've got to admit, never heard of it. No, me neither. I haven't. Never heard of it, but sounds interesting. And I'm running out of things to watch, so point, yeah. might give that a go. Interesting, she says, all four is the biggest free streaming set. I thought iPlayer was the biggest. No, that's their tagline, but you know why? Why? Because Channel 4 have about 70 channels, it feels like. They've no. got all four, <laughs> that's service. They've got four, more four, uh, Film 4, E4, so they've got loads to put on their streaming sites. Oh, and they've just okay. got Seinfeld and ER all on there as well. Uh, okay, I see. Thank you for that f fascinating information. Three years of film and TV. Well, it has to come in handy sometime, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, yeah. Um, okay, so it's called The Mafia Only Killing Summer. It's available on all four now. Um, should we talk some Star Wars stuff? Because Star Wars? The Mandalorian finished mm -hmm. uh, last Friday. The last episode dropped on Chapter. Friday. No spoilers, please. Sorry. The oh. oh. 
You That's may like, have to disappear from the room for just a few minutes yeah, then, because there are huge spoilers. And okay. don't go on social media. Right. Okay. Yeah. I tell you what, I'm going to jump out and I'll then okay. do that on the screen and I'll yeah. come back in. Okay. Hang on, give me a second. Okay. So The Mandalorian, uh, so it's last chapter, chapter 16, dropped yeah. last Friday. Um, there was a huge spoiler at the end. If you haven't watched it and you are watching the rest of the series, tune out for a few minutes now because yeah. there will be a spoiler. Quite how this managed to be kept secret before it got broadcast, yeah. I've got no idea because this is the kind of thing... To be fair, and on, and I think they've learned from the first a ser- a series uh, mm. season with Baby Yoda... Because that got leaked massively, and I think that ruined it for anyone that got Disney Plus in March. Yes, because it was on social media that that yes. there was a baby Yoda. Yeah, in it. So I think they've learned to just keep quiet, and there's not been any of this on their social media either. No. And I don't know how long that will be for. Um, there's a couple of news releases today, but again, the tightening of them um, aren't very. This happens. Mm. It's sort of like this person reacts to the ending of Mandalorian. Yeah, I mean, the the de-aging technology that was used, mm. um, I wasn't very impressed with. No. I, didn't, I didn't think it was great. It wasn't, and I can't remember his name. Who was the person they de-aged in, it might have been Rogue One, who was in the first three, I can't think what the act, British actor's name was. Um, uh, Peter Cushing. Thank you. Yes. Uh, that looked amazing. Yes, and stuff. The stuff in uh, Marvel looks. Yeah. Mo- uh, um, Michael Douglas de-aging in Ant Man was fantastic. Uh, Tony Stark's de-aging yeah. in one of the in one was of the in, Avengers. Uh, I think. I think it was in. Poss- End- was it Captain Game, America? Possibly. Or it could have been Captain America. Yeah. Which was really good. I just think this wasn't that great. No. But, but it was a nice it's ending. It's because they run out of budget doing the other high tech stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think. I think they could have got away with it. De-aging, if you are a hardcore Star Wars fan, there are some big giveaways on who this person is uh, because of what they... <coughs> are we saying who it is or not? It's Luke, isn't it's it? It's Luke, yeah. Yes. I mean, it's Star Wars. You can probably guess who it is. Yes. So he turns up in his X-Wing, a green lightsaber appears, and then he's only got one hand, like, because his other mm. one's in glove. So I think they could have got... and just used Mark Hamill's voice, and mm. they could have got away with it without, you know, him taking off his his cloak, because then R2-D2 turns up as well, who for some of it, yes. I think, was also CGI'd. If you oh, watch, I'm not sure. I didn't notice If you watch it, the that. first half of me, he doesn't look like he's actually there. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think if they just left the cloak down and it was like, I've come to pick him up now. That was more Obi-Wan. Um, that was, yeah. Then I think they could have they gone <laughs> because it, uh, Mark Hamill, and I don't know if it's because he looks so different from when he did in the original films, because they did it in the last Star Wars film as well. Mm-hmm. They had a young, yes, they did. a young Luke, yeah, they had a young Leia. Yes, and they again, did. it doesn't work. But I think it's because no. he looks so different, and I think it just doesn't in our heads work as well. Yeah, didn't work for me. No, let's bring Toby. Let's bring Toby back. Before that, I oh, didn't. That. I I think they could have used somebody else. I didn't like the fact it was Luke. Who did you think it should have been? Anyone else? Oh, anyone else? Okay, it just what, me. Yeah, you. Hello. Um, whoosh, whoosh, get out of my way. I've come for the Yoda. I've come for the, the green thing. I've come for the baby Yoda. Get out of my way. Um, I just think it's always Luke. And I just feel, oh, and, okay. you know, I'm no, my name. I'm named after Luke, but I should be happy hmm. to see him. But You should. It's just, it's always Luke. It could have been anybody else. Even if it was a completely new character, they could have hmm. done another story with that. That is very true, Which they're going to do yeah. with Boba Fett. Oh, let's not get no. you. Yeah. Let's bring Toby back. 
so he's not even looking though, so we can just talk about him until he comes back. Well, no, let's bring him back and talk about oh, him. Okay. I think that's better, isn't okay. it? Okay. Well, I just can't stand him. That's the problem. And when they cut Baby Yoda's head off, it's, that oh. was such a shock. Oh, you've not brought oh, Toby sorry. back, have you? Oh, oh. oh that's <laughs> a bit awful. It's funny. Halfway through that, I was like, "Should I go and get myself a cup of tea? How long is this going to go on for?" No, you know, you know what Luke, thought, you know what Luke's like when he starts talking Star Wars. Well, it's the it's the end of the season, so I, I thought it was yes, a while. Yes, it is yeah. the end of the season. Uh, but what I think they they did, and what um, Netflix have done, well, Netflix had to do this with Star Trek Discovery. <clears throat> releasing one a week yeah. instead of releasing them in a block yeah. uh i think that's much better for them because it keeps the conversation going exactly. about it it's like the undoing on uh sky atlantic the mm. the thriller with hugh grant and nicole kidman because you couldn't download the whole series no. it kept people talking about it for weeks and weeks and weeks whereas when a season's shoved on Netflix all in one go, people talk about it for a week or two and then they just move on. But also, it's easier for them to do social media posts around it to keep, because if it's all in one, some people will be on episode one and some people have done it in a day. Exactly. So I think I think this going back to the old days, yeah. one a week, you know what I mean? What do you think, Toby? I think one a week's good because yeah. it, it prolongs the hype um, and also you have something to look forward to. And then at the same time, it, it is, you know, it is frustrating when you have to wait a week. Well, yeah, the only time it's been frustrating for me, everything else, I'm fine waiting and a week. Ends on cliffhangers and stuff. Mm. When we watched the first episode of The Undoing mm. uh, with Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant, when it finished, I was like, I can't download the rest of it because I really wanted to know what happened next. But, you know. Mm. It's like the old days. But then again, that works for them as well because people want to go and watch it. Mm. Exactly. Yes, yes. So, that was good. Um, what else were we going to review? There was something else. You said we going to review something now. <coughs> yeah, we're going to save that. That's the big oh. one. Oh, Christmas film. Can I just tell you, We, uh, my other half has decided that every day uh, over Christmas we're going to watch a Christmas film, which has just filled me with dread and <laughs> Lucky horror, you. I'm going to be honest. Um, because, you know, it can't be love actually every day, which no. I would be happy with. Or The Grinch. <laughs> Do you like The Grinch with Benedict Cumberbatch? <laughs> no, okay. Have it's okay, watched, yes, it's better. That? Has Clinton watched it? I think he has, I don't yeah. know. But he does want to watch The Grinch. And he, uh, Gremlins is on his list, so I've got to find that. That's fine. Because yeah. it's the kind of Christmas film I hate is the kind of film we watched yesterday. Ah. Uh, and that was uh, The Christmas Chronicles. Oh, uh, Net on Netflix. It's a Netflix exclusive. It stars Kurt Russell as Father Christmas. Uh, and the second one is out now, so we're going to have to watch that, which brings in Goldie Horn as Mrs. Christmas. And this is about two kids in America who are fighting. They disturb Santa coming to deliver their presents. They um, cause his sleigh to get broken, so they have to help him travel through the city, find his sleigh, find his elves, find his magic hat, so that he can finish delivering. magic hat? That's the reason he can fly. Uh, everyone knows that. Obviously, sorry. Um, so that he can finish delivering the, pr the presents and Christmas can be saved. And it's just, oh, I don't know, there's nothing intrinsically wrong yeah, with it. It's I... well made. Kurt Russell is having a fabulous time as Father Christmas. It's just the kind of Christmas film that I don't yeah, like. I agree. I think you can tell from a Christmas trailer if it's going to be a good film or not. Just because... Yeah. It just looks like a, another Christmas film. It doesn't. It doesn't stand out. Yes, exactly. And if you go on Amazon and Netflix now, there's sections for Christmas films, and they all look the same. They all look dreadful, like Hallmark movies. Now, this isn't like an outstanding film, but it was quite good. Um, and that's Godmothered on Disney Plus. I don't know if you've seen it. It's Disney's new. I have been Disney recommended Godmothered and Noel on Disney Plus. Not seen Noel, but Godmothered we watched the other day. 
it's it's quite funny. It's, it's well, very it's very good. I might add that to the list. So um, yes, it's no, around no Christmas. It's it's got a bit of everything Disney. There's you know talking to the animals. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Kind of takes the Mickey out of Disney. It's it's yeah. Yeah. It's good, yeah. We'll add it to the list. Clint, if Clinton's clear. listening now, he'll be making a little note on a piece of paper. Would he be checking it He's, twice? He will be checking it twice, yeah. yes. And, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that is The Christmas Chronicles, if you fancy it. It's on Netflix now, and so is The Christmas Chronicles too. Uh, coming up, me and Toby will be reviewing My Rain is Black Bottom. Ooh, uh, love music, love talk, love Wickham sound. And I believe someone we know quite well could be in that chart. I'm not allowed to say. Okay, all right, okay. Well, we'll see. Tune in. When is that? One o'clock, Boxing Day. Correct. Excellent. Tune in, see who's in our most played chart of 2020. That's the one. Expect some McFly, some Coldplay, and some Panic at the Disco. Mm. Yeah? (laughs) Is it most played tracks or most played artists? Most played tracks. Most played tracks. Okay, cool. Okay. I can tell you the most played song has Mm. been played, I think it was 170 times. Wow. That's twice a day, basically. Yeah. No. No, because there's 365 days in a year. That's every other day. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Thank Matt, you. We're Duncan. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> I'm oh, just okay. Um, right, should we do a review? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> you can you go first, though? Yeah, of course I can go first. Okay. Why? I'm going to go and eat, because that's no, what I do best. <laughs> no, I just, want, I just want you to go first. Okay, so this is uh, My Rain is Black Bottom, which is new on Netflix. Uh, it's based on a stage play, uh, which was written by August Wilson, who also wrote Fences, the Oscar-winning film that starred Denzel Washington and Viola Davis, who also stars in this. Uh, this has been written by Ruben Santiago Hudson. It's been produced by Denzel Washington. It stars Viola Davis as Ma Rainey. Now, Ma Rainey was a blues singer in the 1920s in America. Uh, she was apparently the original mother of the blues uh, before Bessie Smith and all the others, but no one's really heard of her. Uh, and this covers just one afternoon <coughs> when Ma Rainey is going to a recording session in uh, Chicago uh, to record some of her f- biggest hits, including her most famous song, which was called Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Uh, she has a, a band there who are going to be a, you know, play her music and be her backing singers, uh, including Levy, who's played by Chadwick Boseman. Uh, Now, Ma Rainey is kind of a a force of nature. She arrives uh, at the recording studio in a literal literal car crash. Uh, She has a white manager who she's always at odds with. There are white producers who she's always at odds with. Uh, She sort of enforces her will and lets people know that she's in charge. Because basically she's a black woman who's fought her way up from the bottom, she's at the top of the game, and she knows the one thing that she's got going for her is her voice, that's her currency, and no one can do anything without her. At the other end of the scale, Chadwick Boseman as Levy is the uh, trumpet player who's on his way up, um, trying to make a name for himself, and he's constantly at odds with her. Basically everyone's constantly at odds with um, Ma Rainey. Uh, so I, I shall go first. Shall I tell you what I thought? Go on. Okay. Chadwick Boseman and Viola Davis are incredible. The acting by... Well, the acting by everyone is fantastic, but they they stand out. I mean, Viola Davis put on weight. She's wearing padding as well. She's got false teeth in. She just looks almost unrecognisable. And, you know, she's a force of nature. I wouldn't be surprised if she's nominated for an Oscar uh, for this. It's such a good performance. Chadwick Boseman, really good as well. Especially when you consider this was his last film performance. And while he was filming this, he must have been pretty ill... 
and going through chemotherapy for cancer. So, you know, it's quite an achievement that you put in a performance like this. Um, it is based on a stage play that does kind of show. It is quite stagey. It's only set in one building. So you're, it's set in the recording studio upstairs and the band room downstairs. Uh, and yeah, it is a little bit stagey uh, and wordy because obviously it is a stage play, but I thought it was absolutely brilliant. I didn't think I was going to like it. I don't, I'm not particularly interested in the blues. It's not a stage play that I would have probably gone to see, but I thought this was fantastic. It's only 90 minutes long. It flies by. I think it's got a great, a great storyline, great performances. Um, there's a, a, a third act, not a twist. Something happens in the third act between Chadwick Boseman and one of the other characters, which apparently, if you watch it on stage, is a big shocking moment in the film, in the play. I thought it seemed a little bit melodramatic, and I'm not sure it particularly worked well in this. Uh, but on the whole, I was very impressed with it. I completely oh. agree. Hey! I thought both their performances were amazing. Chadwick was amazing. Um, he, I was, I was blown away. I mean, I've only seen him in Black panther um so i haven't seen him in anything else but yeah this was really really good i completely agree it did feel stagey it, it i would have definitely enjoyed this more if i went to watch it in a theater um but i still enjoyed it like you um the the set design i thought looked it looked like a film set hmm. uh, especially in the first 20 minutes or so um just the well, or even the opening. I just remember it just looks fake. Mm. The 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 sets. Um, I, I I agree, but then I don't know whether that was intentional to yeah. make it look kind of stagey. I don't. Yes, know whether I, I agree. <coughs> I it thinking, might have been. I was thinking the same thing, but mm. I kind of hope it's intentional. <laughs> um, now I've said that, but no, I agree. I I really really loved it. Um, and yeah, I thought it was great, great performances, and uh, yeah, would have enjoyed it probably more if I. I think as a player, it'd be more had more of a kind of atmosphere with the singing and with the twist and everything. So, mm. Yeah, no, it's it's it fantastic. It's, it's worth watching. Um, yeah, her performance is just incredible. I think mm. I think mm. she she gives a fantastic performance because she's playing a woman who's fought her way to the top and mm. probably struggling struggling to stay there. Um, yeah. But in in reality, I think it does come up at the end, doesn't it? She she buys a theatre and a recording studio, and mm -hmm. she, you know she she was massive in in the world of the blues and that kind of music, and yet no one's heard of her. Mm. Whereas even I've heard of Bessie Smith. Um, I wouldn't I couldn't tell you what she's singing. But I've heard of Bessie Smith as being mm. a, blue, a blues singer from uh, from America, but Ma Rainey never heard of her at all. Mm. Luke, are you tempted to watch I mean, Mar Rainey's Black Panther? I mean, yeah. I've got nothing else to watch, so bring it on. Apart from all the things you haven't watched over the last few weeks. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, bring that. it on. And, yeah, and only 90 minutes long, which is nice. Netflix, yeah. Yes, I know. Yeah. I mean, presumably the play is 90 minutes long, so... That's probably why. But I wouldn't have put it, it past... How long, was, how long was Boys in the Band? That was good two hours. That I was think. two hours, yeah. But it didn't yeah. feel like it. It was very good. Mm. Yeah. That was, mm. I would ha quite happily sit and watch that again. I enjoyed that. I mean, the similarity between this and Boys in the Band, yeah, because Boys in the Band was set in a loft apartment in New York, yeah. but that mm. didn't look real. No, that looked stagey that, yeah, as that well. That did look very mm. stagey, yeah. You know, when they were out on the uh, on the balcony of that, you never f once thought that's no. a real balcony on a apartment no. building. Yeah. And yeah. this looked, this looks very similar. Mm. 
it's very, but it's very, very good. Netflix at the minute, isn't it? Yeah, I was about to say it's a thing. Very stagey on Netflix. Yeah, because they're taking but, plays you know, and making them into stage screen. So we, we, we've done we've done three in the last few weeks: Boys mm. in the Band, Prom, yep. and yep. Uh, My Rainy's Black Bottom. Yeah, yep. Prom yeah. was my least favorite. But if they're all as good, I yeah, I could guess that. <laughs> you didn't need to tell us that, Toby. <laughs> The funny thing is now I sit there thinking, used to be thinking, what would you two be thinking of what I'm watching? I now know Luke doesn't bother to watch it, so I don't think of that. I just think, wonder what Toby's thinking. Only in um, the last with, two with weeks prom, so very busy. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, with prom, I kind of knew 10 minutes in, I said to myself, Toby's going to hate this, gonna not going to like it. Uh, but my Rainey's Black Bottom, no, halfway through, I was like, I've got no idea if he's going to mm, like this or not. No, well, I completely agree with you. Good. That's Good. what I like to hear. People agreeing with me. There we go. Very okay. rare on Thumbs. Monday movies. Yeah, it is, uh, that is very true. Yeah, it is very rare, but it's nice when it happens. It's it Christmas, is. It's Christmas, you know. <laughs> it is. I hadn't noticed. Uh, <laughs> it's nice to see you've decorated your room all Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Nice Christmas. Nice Christmas tree. Yeah, it's lovely stuff. Lovely, <laughs> lovely. Right. What else should we talk about? Because that's <laughs> I've got it. Ten minutes now. <laughs> There's nothing else to watch. I, um, I've got something that is not new, and you've probably seen it. It's always on telly. Um, <laughs> oh, I did. You reminded me that, that I did say about a documentary on Netflix. Oh no, you go first. Then. You go that, first. Yeah. You no, no, you first. You, you first. first. No, no. no cool. you started. You just reminded me that uh-huh. I had got something. Okay, so um, if you need something to cheer you up, something when you can sit and just laugh, like at a drain. People, like a drain. We're not listening. To, we're not listening to drive time. No, ha ha. <laughs> uh, it is, and I, I've, I don't think I've ever sat down and watched a full episode. But come dine with me, couples, or the normal one, because it's just hilariously funny. Just you're sat there going, "Why are you doing that? Why are you wearing that? And also, why have you got that on the wall?" <laughs> In the hat. It is just. I didn't realise how funny it was. And the narrator, who I think is... Yeah, he's... Dave Lamb, is that his name? I, I, I can't remember. But I think so, yes. Yeah. He is, he is yeah. hilarious. Mm. Um, and everything that you're thinking, he then says, um, mm. is mm. just very funny. So if you, if mm. you, you know, you're feeling mm. a bit meh, then mm. what, oh, here we go. Mm. You don't mm. like it. I used to love to come down with me. Oh, when it, you're going to ruin it. Like come down with me. Come Dine With Me and Gogglebox, very similar. You used to love them when they first came out, mm. because, but now the people on Come Dine With Me and the people on Gogglebox are doing it for a reason. They're playing oh, up to the cameras. I point and out, this uh, is series you know. one of Come Dine With Me. This is early days. Oh, in, the, in, that case, <coughs> in that case, it's good. Yeah. <coughs> I think series one of, um, or a very early series of Come Dine With Me Couples is on Netflix, and the same for the... Because um, the rest of them are on Channel f- All 4. Yes, if um, they're the early series, then yeah. that's good. Before, everybody was doing it for a particular yeah. reason, and everyone's giving low marks for no reason, it's and it all gets a bit... Yeah. It is, it's just uh, very funny. Good, okay. That's what's been uh, cheering can, me up at night. Is it? Come to, so, so you can't bother to watch any of the films we tell you to, but you'll sit and watch three or four episodes of Come Dine With Me. Oh, yeah, I normally fall asleep in half of them, but, you know, the bits that I watch are good. <laughs> So you're recommending with one hand, but on the other hand, you're falling asleep during them. So That's not their fault. Is it not? No. If they were better, they'd keep you awake. Oh, I don't think anything would. Okay. Tony, anything else that you've been watching? Do you know what? I've been really bad recently. <clears throat> I, apart from apart from 
the film we just talked about. I haven't watched anything else. But luckily, We're you do watch. Very busy a... people, Duncan. Don't <coughs> realise this. I'm no. just working early, going to bed early. Pretty, pretty boring at the moment. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, well, next week, just put it in your diary, Obi Luke. Just forget I even said no, this. No, I'll be, I'll be fine. It'd be good all from all. The <coughs> is uh, another new Netflix film, uh, The Midnight Sky, starring George Clooney. Oh. Is this a play it's, turned into a... No, it's a, it's based on a novel. It's a science fiction. Mm, okay. And it's on Netflix from Wednesday. Well, I shall watch that. Lovely. Watch so Christmassy. We talk about, is it Christmassy or not? I don't know. I'm guessing probably not. It is not Christmassy at no. all. No, it's okay. a post-apocalyptic science fiction thriller. So, so this right. year, then... <laughs> Yeah, so it's yeah. very inc- it's very 2020. Yeah, very and also 2020. Out on Friday, Soul. Mm. <clears throat> on Christmas Day, yes. Yeah. But Toby can't watch that because it's Disney Plus. No, but we can. But we can, yeah. So yeah. next week we can we can do Soul and we can do the Midnight Sky. Yeah. Oh, bumper week. Bumper week. So <laughs> it's oh, actually, so so no. Next week, me and Toby will do Midnight Sky, and, and I'll do Soul. Soul, and you will have watched some old episodes of EastEnders probably on Netflix. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Uh, one more thing that's on Netflix came out last week. I mean, this is not very seasonal, not very Christmassy, um, but again, it's very 2020. It's a new four-part documentary uh, on the Yorkshire Ripper. <laughs> oh um, yes, I've seen this. Um, I've seen the trailer for this. Yeah. I just watched it because it's only four episodes. They're only 45 minutes long. It's very interesting. I learned stuff. I mean, I, mean, I lived through it at the time, and I learned stuff that I didn't, didn't know about during it. So, yeah, it's very interesting. Programs are that they are, you know, horrific stories, but are always yeah. very interesting. Yeah, it is very, very yeah. interesting, and it's a snapshot of what life was like in the late 70s, early 80s in Britain. And... I mean, I don't remember it being that grim, but oh god, it looked <laughs> it was grim. Quite grim. I mean, the things people were wearing, the haircuts, everything just looked mm. awful. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> awful. <coughs> yeah, it just looks terrible. But it's interesting. It's four parts. It's on Netflix now. It's just called The Ripper. Uh, how old were you when when that was all happening? Uh, he started, I think, in seventy-seven. So I was About thirteen. 50? Oh right, um, I was thirteen. So, so for you, obviously, you you probably knew about that it was happening, and obviously, since then, mm. you knew it was happening. But you're probably mm. at an, an age where you can, I don't know if "learn" is the correct terminology, but you can register it more. No, I remember it quite vividly oh, because okay. um, you liked watching the news t- when you were thirteen. <clears throat> Yeah, I didn't watch children's programmes. Oh, okay, fair enough. I did watch well, a lot of news. I take it back then. Yeah, uh, even though it was strange, because even though this was happening in Yorkshire, mm. um, it didn't get reported in the south of England or anywhere else oh. until I think it was the fourth victim, because the first three were prostitutes. Mm. And the first time he murdered a woman who wasn't a prostitute, they called her the first innocent victim. So they were calling, basically calling prostitutes. They weren't innocent. They were asking for it. And as soon as he murdered someone who wasn't a prostitute, suddenly the, the national press took hold of it. And that's when they started reporting it. And it wasn't, I think he'd killed nine or 10. And suddenly women were curfewed. They were told you cannot go out on your own at night. And that caused huge protests in every city in the country, basically saying, why, you know, why isn't it men yeah. that are curfewed? They're the ones killing. Yeah. There's the, that's the one that's killing. Yeah. Why is it us? So it, it, it sort of tied in with the, um, uh, 
female rights and you know, women's rights, women's lib and stuff like that. It's I a fascinating time in history. If it's because <coughs> of this documentary, but haven't the Yorkshire police force just come out and apologised for the handling, was it? Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah I think this is all to be... And it's all quite relevant because he died just uh, a couple right. of months ago yeah. in, in prison, didn't it? I mean, I didn't realise his wife was still alive and no. still lives in the same house. Okay. Funny thing is... His wife is still alive. She's remarried. She still lives in the house she lived in with Peter Sutcliffe. Her husband lives in a flat around the corner because he refuses to live in the house that she lived in with him. Uh, Very. Some people have strange lives, don't they? They do. Hello. Don't they? Weird. (laughs) Weird. Is she in the documentary? You don't see her interviewed. I I didn't even know she was still alive because I don't ever remember seeing her interviewed at all. So, but it's a fascinating documentary. It's not uplifting. <laughs> it's not, no. <laughs> Don't watch it this week. You know, but, you know, it's still more cheerful than most of what's happened this year. Wow, that's true. Yeah, that's a fair point. So there we go. Uh, so that, that's oh, it for us everybody. for the year. No, not for the no, year. year. Next week is still in this year, isn't yeah, it? But this, this is this is it. That, that's it from us up until Christmas. So uh, what are you doing for Christmas? Anything exciting? <laughs> No, no, all the plans got changed. Um, Toby, are the staff allowed to come to the house to serve dinner or? They've got their, they've got left. They... They've got left since the first lockdown. Oh, of course they, are they living? Of course they are, of course yeah. they are, yeah. Toby's not even raising, rising to the bait, look. <laughs> no, he's not even, not even bothering, he hasn't got the energy. You're not bothering, are you, Toby? I, I, honestly, I don't have the energy today. I'm okay, I'm just fair so... enough, good. Well, thanks for putting on a brave face and coming on the radio. Uh, sorry, it's been so stressful for you, didn't mean to... Inconvenience you quite so much. <laughs> but uh, we will be back next week. We'll be reviewing Midnight Sky and Soul. Uh, in the meantime, have a nice Christmas. Christmas. I mean, do the best you can. Remember, <laughs> Christmas Remember, Christmas hasn't been cancelled. No. You're just having it on your own. You know, my other half is dreading it. He's got to put up with you. I know. Constantly. Two whole weeks, and he thought, well, at least on Christmas Day we can go around someone else's house and I can foist him off on them. But no, not anymore. What can you do? Anyway, thank you very much. Charity donation for Duncan's other half. Yeah, there's a, he set up a Just Giving page, don't worry. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening. Have a fantastic Christmas. Yes. Uh, don't forget, Wickham Sound is here to keep you company if you're alone all through the Christmas period. Uh, so do and I'm not on air. So. And me and Luke aren't on air, so it's all good. You can listen. Toby and Luke, thank you very much. Thank, thank you very Duncan. much.